This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey, IDP Army. Ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. What is up, underdogs? What is up, IDP Army? It is your man, Jordan Reigns. I am a semi-professional fantasy football professional. That means I play fantasy football a lot. That means I talk about it a lot. That means sometimes I write about it. I'm sitting across from a man who is a true fantasy football professional, Dave Kluge. Dave, how you doing? Doing great, man. Just get to talk football with you. I mean, it, it doesn't get better than that. So let's uh, let's get into it, man. Excited to see what we're going to do tonight. Yes, sir. Amen. This is The Underdogs. Check us out. We have a podcast feed. You can click the link in the description below to get on that. Um, We're going to hit you with this intro. We're going to talk about this week's Underdog Slate, week six. A little bit of a recap of how last week went. We're going to do a head-to-head draft, and then we will get you all out of here. So, let go. We are back. This is the underdogs. I hope you guys like that intro. I worked on that Monday for I don't know an hour or so. You know, put a little heart and soul into it. Had some fun. Um, I like it. Got, it looks yeah, good. Yeah. I like the music too. Yeah, I know. I mean, there's some good there's some good free music out there in the world of royalty free. If you know where you're, you're poking around on the internet. So, uh, but we did a draft last week. Hopefully, you guys had a chance to go check that video out head to head. We've been doing that a couple of weeks now. Um, we love the underdog platform. That's where we you know play a lot of our daily fantasy. I know myself um i just don't i have never really been attracted to or had an affinity to the traditional style of daily fantasy that's available but underdog has really changed that for me so i'm really just embracing it you know going out there every week doing some drafts uh, head-to-heads doing some of the tournaments um the style of play is different it's interesting so dave and i are kind of uh hoping to win a little bit of money by the end of the season comes comes around we are embracing the platform and you know it, it, it's it's evolving you know i think next year it's really going to hit its stride so um how'd you do you beat me last week in our draft so we got to, we got to get the elephant out of the room first okay we're, we're one and one now how you feeling 
No, I'm I'm feeling feeling much better after getting a W. You know, uh, after that after that first loss that we had after the first episode, I was feeling a little bad about it. But you know, now we got ourselves a competition here. I didn't want to, yeah, I didn't want you going up on me too well. That would have been pretty tough to crawl out of. But now you know it's a it's a blank slate. We're back to where we started, and I'm uh, ready to take the lead after this week. Ooh, we'll see about that. We'll see about that. Um, it's interesting this week's slate. Um, Derrick Henry's not on the main slate, so he has been my like 101 the past couple of weeks. Uh, I did take a look at some of the guys that were are going to be at the top of the list this week. I don't know if you had a chance. Austin Eckler um, is kind of where I landed. He is not the highest projected. It's currently Christian McCaffrey, but they said he's a 50-50 to play. So um, – I kind of am leaning towards Austin Eckler as my 101 this week. I think he just offers so much in the, you know, receiving work. I mean, he's got six, three, and five the last two weeks or three weeks, a touchdown receiving every single week. And he's getting, you know, well over into the double digit carries, 17 last now, week. Now so. Something else, a nugget I just saw today about Austin Eckler, too, is he has already seen more goal line touches through week five than he saw all of last year together. So, I mean, that's a big thing that's been missing from Austin Eckler's repertoire so far is getting that goal line work. So now he's getting the receiving work. He's getting the goal line work. I mean, you should really be looking at him right up there with Derrick Henry and Christian McCaffrey every single week. Yep, yep. And that's kind of where I've landed. I kind of want to tip my hand too much. I have had the 101 each of the last two weeks in our drafts, but I was also kind of looking. Um, I don't know if you looked at the leaderboard from this last week's tournaments. Um you know, a lot of people ended up hitting on Devontae Adams, and I noticed this last week he was kind of slipping down boards. I don't think people thought that game would be as competitive as it was and ended up being. So a lot of people reaped the rewards of getting Adams, you know, in the second, third round when he probably realistically in a lot of, you know, the tournament plays and, you know, the six-man, four-man drafts should have probably been going in the first round, um, especially in a half PPR format. The only other guy that I'm really thinking could maybe be the 101 this week is Najee Harris. Um, Seahawks are giving up a lot on the ground. They're they're just giving up a lot. The Seahawks are just giving up a lot these days. Um, I think the Steelers are kind of playing with the chip on their shoulder because, I mean, they're everybody's favorite punching bag in the league right now. So I think we saw a lot of good things from Najee this last week. Um, if you have the 101, are you thinking if you where, where are you landing between those two, if it is between those two, or is it maybe someone farther down the list? Uh, I'm definitely going with a running back. I don't want to show my cards too much here, but uh, I'm definitely going with a running back if I get the 101. I need answers, Dave. (laughs) All right, all right. Well, the only other thing I really wanted to say is this week I was kind of looking and I was trying to target the matchup that I really liked. Um, And I think I'm going to build a lot of um, Baltimore and L.A., stacks this week they play each other the, it's gonna be the a Chargers. fun game man i know it is it's got all the trappings of a good game it's almost in a it's almost in a spot where it feels like it's so big it's too big to fail which kind of scares me uh, especially coming off the of last week but i'm fully just going in i'm gonna embrace it i'm not gonna be cute i'm not gonna dance around it i think i'm really gonna embrace um um this matchup this week in my tournament plays and in my bigger pools um that I do this week problem in the head to head that we do I'm sure I'll end up with a couple of them I might not prioritize it but I might we'll see we'll see so uh all right I'm going to go ahead and send you this link you can hop on in there guys gals if you're watching this video at home join Dave and I in a draft click down the link below hop on underdog play with us um the draft lobby is open 24/7 365 baby let's go all right, and I will Ready? share the screen here. And yeah, we once will you get, get that screen you, pulled up, I will hop in. Get you all set up. Are we there? We're there. All right. All right. Let's do it. 
head-to-head underdog draft. Let's see who gets the one-on-one in this one. We're one-on-one. Oh, three times in a row. You know what's crazy is I got the one-on-one like I only did four best ball mania drafts this season, this offseason. I got the one-on-one in two of them. <laughs> and I heard so many people. I saw so many people on Twitter like bitching, like, this is my 50th best ball mania, and I still haven't gotten number one. <laughs> and I was like, man, I'm just oh, getting lucky. Now I got to pull off the win, though. So like I said, I kind of tipped my hand earlier. I'm not even going to dance around it. I am taking Austin Eckler with my one-on-one here. I really think that matchup's going to be good. Um the Baltimore Ravens are just, they're giving up a lot on the ground. Austin Eckler is electricity. He's dynamite. We already know that. Um, yeah, and he's my 101 this week, so that's where I'm going to go when this draft kicks off. Queuing up some of my guys right now. We got 12 seconds, guys. The countdown is live. <laughs> Travis Kelsey. Always, always a contender, always a, a good, a wise first round pick. But I'm taking Austin Eckler with the 101 on the short teams here. So if you guys aren't aware on underdog, you get one running back, one quarterback, one, two wide receivers. I'm in a tight end. I mean, for this one, this is just my, you know, there, there's a chance that he doesn't play, but I'm going to cross my fingers and hope for it. Um, you know, it's just a cheat code when you got Christian McCaffrey. So getting him at two, I'm more than happy with. And then, uh, you know, the 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 quarterback I really like this week is Josh Allen. I think that he's got a great matchup, and I'd love to sack him, but he's not in on this slate. So I'm going with my number two quarterback for the week, which is Lamar Jackson, just coming Lamar off that huge Jackson. game. I, I think he's going to keep it going this week. Yeah, that was a phenomenal game by him. I mean, he really is. He's do, he's doing it all. I mean, he's the full package, uh, bar none. Um, yeah. All right, let's see what we got here. For my number two pick, I am going to double up on running backs. I'm a Steelers fan. I like what Najee's done the last three weeks, putting up right around 20 points, half PPR format. Uh, maybe I'm cutting down my upside a little bit, not going triple wide receiver, but in a head-to-head against Kluge, I just want to make sure that I'm getting points on the board because it's going to be a close one. It always is. Um, and then for my number two, I am going to take Devontae Adams. He fell too far last week in drafts. People made up for it in a big way. There we go. Take a look at this board. Dave, All right. Well, you're probably, uh, you know, I'm not going to be able to get the stack here because I already took my boy Lamar Jackson. But, uh, you know, I haven't had a chance to get Travis Kelsey once so far. You've taken Travis Kelsey Ooh. every single time we've done this competition. It's my time. I'm taking it for myself, and I am going to pair him up with Tyreek Hill. You know, one of these guys is having a huge week every single week. So I'm not going to get them a home stack, but I got Tyreek and I got Travis Kelsey to go with Christian McCaffrey and Lamar Jackson. Love that so far. Yeah, I love that. It's a great setup for you. Uh, just, you know, you don't have Patrick Mahomes, but you're still going to get all of Patrick Mahomes' points vicariously mm-hmm. through the guys he's throwing to. All right, I am going back to the well with Terry McLaurin. The target share is insane. Yeah, he had a tough week last week against Marshawn Lattimore who has been playing lights out. Let's just call it what it is. So I'm going back to the well. Since I missed my pick. What? I said I had oh, six seconds left. Oh, I gave you left. Mahomes. Oh, I'll take Mahomes, whatever. A... I said I had six seconds left. I think I'm working with a little tiny lag over here, all right? So um, I'll take Mahomes. I'll take it. Not a bad pick. All right, so we're back-to-back, back, it looks Who's like. the last two picks? Oh, you're up. 
Yeah, I got uh, I got one guy queued up right now that I'm I'm taking for sure that I'm pretty happy about. But uh, man, this wide receiver is killing me. You got Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Mike Williams, DJ Moore, Jamar Chase. There's so many good options out there. Um, I'm not really falling for the Mike Williams trap. Um, you know, he, trap. he's looking good so far, but I just I can't put him up there yet as a top five receiver. Um, but one guy who's done it consistently for years and he was injured last year, so we didn't get to see it. But 2019, this dude was a beast. He's been a beast so far this year. Give me Cooper Cup as my wide receiver two aside Tyree Kill. Ooh, you you wild, man. You wild. I'm telling I'm not you. scared of James Bradbury. I'm gonna take Mark Andrews coming off the huge game. He's had a couple of huge games now. That's gonna round out my roster. It didn't go exactly as I planned. Somehow I ended up with Patrick Mahomes, but I still got Terry, which I'm fine. And I probably would have gone Patrick Mahomes as well if I'm being completely honest with myself. Love getting Mark Andrews. Uh, he's now tied in two on the year. He's been good all season. Not great, but good. And we saw him be, I mean, amazing. He won. He won me several matchups where I was, you know, 99% projected to lose this last week. I'm sure there are many people out there with a story like that. So for anyone on the podcast, my team ended up being Patrick Mahomes, Austin Eckler, Najee Harris, Devontae Adams, Terry McLaurin, and Mark Andrews. Dave, walk us through your team and how you're feeling. No, I'm liking this. Um, and and I didn't go for any stacks this week. And this is the first week that I haven't gone after a stack. Um, and, and I mean, I guess I could have if I really wanted to take Marquise Brown. I mean, the man's been balling out 11 touchdowns in his last 11 regular season games. Um, he's sitting as a, as a wide receiver one right now, which is crazy to see. But I, I just I, I don't have a lot of faith in him to do that week in and week out. Um, I, I like this Chargers matchup. I think it's going to be a shootout, but, uh, uh, you know, opted to go without a stack in this one and just take Lamar all by himself. But when you got wide receivers like Tyreek Hill and Cooper Cup, I don't think that's a bad problem. And then my running backs, you know, Christian McCaffrey is just Christian McCaffrey. I don't think I need to say anything else about that. And then Aaron Jones, um, Aaron Jones, you know, he's coming off, uh, two not so great weeks, but, uh, division game in Chicago. I expect them to commit to the run really uh, make sure that they can get Aaron Jones going. So I think that we got a big week coming uh, our way from Aaron Jones. And then, I mean, what do I need to say about Travis Kelsey? It's Travis Kelsey. Of course you want Travis Kelsey as your tight end. 101, 101. All right, y'all, go down in the comments. Let us know whose team you think is going to win. Go back and check out the last two videos. We went head-to-head before. We're one and one. Um, I'm interested to see how the season finishes out. Like I said, I, there is a little bit of hesitancy with me with my wide receivers because, well, one, Devontae Adams just went off. So I know he's not going to probably do what he did this last week. So anything's probably going to feel a little bit of a letdown. 40, but the, the floor is so high. And as far as Terry 40% McLaren, target share on the year. Yeah. And that's the thing is, as a Robert Tanyan guy, um, I'm watching these games and I'm seeing that it doesn't matter who else is out there. Like, he doesn't care. Like, uh, he just throws to Devontae Adams. That's who he trusts. That's what's worked for him for years now. Them, him, whatever you want to call it. Um, so they're going in with that. What we got here, the Fantasy Futurist Podcast. My guy saying, sup, y'all. Loving the Eckler uses this season as well. Should I pick up Roundtree or Kelly to be safe given injury history? You know, I, I you could. You can always do something like that if you really feel the need to. But I don't think Austin Eckler is more prone to being injured than anybody else. Um, he's handling the workload well. He's explosive. Um, he doesn't look like he's been hurt ever in his career right now to me. So you could if you really wanted to. You know, I know if you if, if he gets hurt, it is going to hurt you. Um, but if you're in a fab system and you have enough cash laying around, I wouldn't sweat it right now. What do you think? Yeah, I don't really subscribe to the injury proneness too much. And then, 
you know, it, it makes sense. I, I get like this. It's such a polarizing and heated topic talking about handcuffs in fantasy football. You know, some people say that it's the way you should go. Some say that you shouldn't. And, um, you know, I, I'm somebody I'm a little old fashioned. Sure. I might lose like, you know, a smidgen of a percent of winning my league by handcuffing my players. But I like having those handcuffs. Like I've got Aaron Jones heavily in a lot of my redraft leagues. And I've got A.J. Dillon in just about every one of those leagues as well. And people, you know, and I, I understand the argument. There's a very logical argument for going after other people's handcuffs and not wasting draft picks on your own handcuffs. But I better believe if Aaron Jones goes down, I'm going to be pretty darn happy that I've got A.J. Dillon on my bench. So. You know, maybe a little old fashioned, maybe not the analytical response, but I, I think that if you've got a guy who has shown injury history in the past, don't feel bad about handcuffing him. Hey, that's fair. And that's good advice. You know, fantasy football, it's not one, you know, with with it, it's it's one, you know, in the hand to hand combat. And uh, Evan Silva put out a tweet this morning, which is funny because it's how I describe fantasy football. It's a war of attrition. You know, I mean, it really is. It's a marathon. Mm-hmm. You know, you lose a couple of weeks, you know, but you have to remember it's a long race. It's a long season. Um, there's a lot of different ways to win. You can catch a lot of breaks. You can catch not breaks. Um, so just being being prepared can definitely pay dividends. Uh, we got a question here on Twitter. We'll answer a couple of these for you guys. Pick one for flex PPR: Booker, Pittman, or Emmanuel Sanders. Ooh, that's that's an interesting little group for a flex. Um, Booker's we, we we saw really good usage from him this last week. Pittman, we saw him look like well i saw him for the first time look like what everybody tells me he's been looking like i've never seen it before but i saw him i was sitting right here in this chair and i saw him pushing this i was like oh damn oh okay okay all right i mean i I see you now michael Pittman. i see you out here pushing people and then emmanuel sanders dude just he just ends up wide open two or three times a game just 40 yards downfield so it's just like this is a great flex setup my guy um Honestly, I think the question I'm is going, I'm going go with ahead. Booker. I'll let you I'll defer and, to you first. Yeah, I, I'm going with Booker. And uh, you know, that Patriots matchup is a little bit scary. But um, you know, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, he's been pretty dependent on touchdowns right now. It's crazy right now that he and Dawson Knox are both outscoring Stefan Diggs in points per game. But that's gonna that's gonna end up, you know, getting a little bit closer as the season goes on and Stefan yeah. Diggs will pass him up. So I'm not going to keep counting on Emmanuel Sanders uh really heavy um touchdown rate that, that he's kind of getting by with right now and then with indianapolis they're playing against houston so i don't think that they're gonna have to throw the ball a lot so i love what we saw from michael Pittman so far to start this season but this is a game where they might really just commit to the run and Pittman might only come out seeing four or five targets so i'm going booker here for the floor yeah i kind of agree it's it's i'm gonna take the touches the more i play fantasy there are certain guys where i will go for the upside or the talent or whatever you want to call it the fandom um i'll let my heart you know direct me when my head should but in this case booker is kind of like you said there's you're looking at potentially 20 plus touches with booker um you might get 20 targets combined with Pittman and sanders you know that's kind of a real possibility Mm -hmm. sure there may be a little more high equity um especially sanders because he's got the nfl's mvp hopefully coming up throwing him the ball but um yeah booker's probably the play here i would agree so comment brad montgomery what's up guys tough one okay we got another one answer one more and then we'll probably get y'all here again make sure you like subscribe go subscribe to this podcast i'm probably going to cross over again on our podcast feed because on the last one i didn't actually put the link in the description so if anybody actually tried to go find us they probably couldn't so i apologize for that um it's it's tough out here doing everything all right sometimes you forget stuff guys (laughs) but um all right we got a tough one here from brad he says a rob rugs or schultz in half ppr second flex spot so he did not say that it was a tight end, tight end premium. premium. 
So that means that Schultz is not um, somebody I'm like immediately running to. Honestly, this is going to sound like crazy, but I think it's Ruggs. As my second flex, I like the targets that he's been getting. I like that he's been consistently getting them. You know, I mean, he hasn't really gone. I don't think he's gone under 50 yards a season, 60 yards a season. Um, Sure, it hasn't. The volume isn't what you want, but this is your second flex spot. So whenever you kind of put that context on it, I love Henry Ruggs here for you, Brad. Um, What do you think? Oh, man. You know, I want to say Allen Robinson, but he just is not – looking like Allen Robinson with Justin Fields. This is a team that's running the ball a lot more. They're really, uh, you know, dumbing down the playbook for Justin Fields to put him in a position to succeed. And uh, the other thing is just that Darnell Mooney and Justin Fields right now have an incredible connection that's really cannibalizing Allen Robinson. So I get what you're saying with Ruggs, but, man, I'm going to go with Dalton Schultz here. He's just been falling out. He's been looking so good. Um, I understand you don't have the tight end premium, but I think that if you have to look at who's going to see the highest target volume out of these three guys, it's Dalton Schultz. <laughs> anybody out there love uh, anybody out there love Shit's Creek? We can. Oh, I, I like it. I, I didn't get a chance to read it though. What did it say? Hide your diamonds, hide your X's. <laughs> a little bit of Lexus, baby. Um, all right, there you go. You got two options there. I think you you know they're, they're both good. It sucks we're at a point where a Rob is kind of out of the discussion, but. I think it's it's important to adapt, you know, and you're really at this point, you have to look at this season under and through the lens of this season. Um, that's kind of where we're at. So let, let me yeah. throw a question your way, Jordan, before we sign off, because I got to get my picks in by tonight. That's the deadline. And there's one game that I have flipped back and forth about 20 times on today. Arizona at Cleveland. Who you got winning that one? That's tough you know, one. I don't. That's tough. It's tough because. I feel like Kyler Murray this last week did not look and play like himself. So as the Shoulder. engine, yeah, as the little engine that could on that team, I don't know where they pick up or compensate for that against a Browns team that is playing like a well-oiled machine. Maybe they're not winning every single week, but the Browns organization right now is a well-oiled machine. Um, and I, I would say, you know, while Arizona's flashy, I would say they're less so that. So I'm going to go brownies at home. I'm going to take the that's, brownies. That's, that's who I'm picking too. I'm, I'm not feeling good about it, but that, that's who uh, that's that's who I got selected right now. I might switch it 20 more times before I go to bed, though. I'm like a known Kyler Murray hater. Like I hate yeah. using the word hater because I like players and stuff, but there are certain guys I'm just like we just would never be friends. Like, <laughs> like I walk in a room and I see that guy, I'm like mm, probably not. And that's nothing. I mean, like that's just life. Like you can't be friends yeah. with everybody. I don't have to like everybody. Um, I think Kyler Murray, he has a few too many fans sometimes, and I'm just like, I'm not one of them. So give me Baker, give me Chubb, give me Hunt, give me Harrison Bryant, give me Austin Hooper, give me them boys in brown. Let's do it. You didn't even mention David Njoku. Didn't even mention David Njoku. We've got so many weapons up there in Cleveland right now. It's unreal. I didn't even mention OBJ either. Yeah, you shouldn't. (laughs) That guy's a mess. Uh, Anyway, all right, ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, like, subscribe. I'm Jordan Reigns. That's David Kluge. This is the Underdogs. We will be back next week. Let us know in the comments whose team you think is going to win. Probably going to be mine. But uh, And like I said, click the link below. Join us on some drafts because, like I said, I'm going to be drafting every night, watching Netflix between now and Sunday. So, Dave, any last words? No. See you guys next week, and always have a fun time doing the show, Jordan. All right. Peace out, y'all. We'll see you soon. Yeah.